Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Bryce McGainey is with us. G'day, Bryce. Good morning. Thanks for your time. Very good morning to you, Sam. And there's a bit going on leading into what we'd expect to be a, a pretty comfortable Australia game on Sunday. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Joe Root has fired things up, hasn't he? Man for man, he says, I'd have this team every day over the Australians. I mean, it's great for us on our side of the fence, no doubt about it. What do you think it does uh, to the countdown to this game, particularly if you're in either camp, Bryce? Yeah, look... I- Australia need to be wary. Um, beware the wounded lion. And uh, England are a good team. There's no doubt about it. Joe Root, it does sound delusional, but he has to say that. He has to go out there and spur his team for this moment. They need to upset the opposition. They need to finish strongly to show that they are capable, um, a, a capable team. But, uh, yeah, it looks a bit misguided because of their recent performance. But they are still a really good, dangerous side in, in one-day cricket. They're the reigning champs, and they've had a terrific record with the same group of players. They just haven't got their mojo going this tournament. So, look, I did like uh, Billy's little zinger early on with the tea bag. Uh, <laughs> I did enjoy that. But, uh, look, they have to think that way internally. They mm. have to as a team. Otherwise, you must well pack up and leave now and forfeit the rest of the tournament. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And the musical chairs at selection, as far as Australia is concerned, down to 13 to choose from now. I mean, how unsettling is this if you're in the four walls in the Adelaide setup with Andrew McDonald and you're just trying to find a settled lineup as you get towards the back end of the this group stage, if, if you like? How unsettling can that be? It can be, but it can also be a great opportunity. Um, they haven't been able to, because they lost the first two, they haven't been able to explore too much, uh, and, and they've just had to have the foot down, concentrate, put the blinkers on, go as straight and as hard as they possibly can. Uh, now, it, it does, through necessity, make them have some opportunity to do that. Stoinis can see himself up the top of the mm. order. He's equally as good up there. That's great. Cameron Green comes in the middle order, and they give us some bowling options as well, where we've been a little bit off our tucker. Let's be perfectly honest. Um, Cummins and and Stark haven't been as good as what they once were. They need to sharpen up as well. Um, But the batting lineup, it can mix and match, but we've got it covered. Australia have just got depth in all places. Even if they put Josh Inglis up to the opening spot, they've got flexibility. They've got guys that can cover that, and they'll have a lot of internal belief. Um, As much as we feel a bit uneasy watching it and seeing it without the best names, we don't need to worry because the next guy will just step in and get the job done. Yeah, the middle order's been a bit weak for mine, hasn't it? Just with the bat, I'm speaking, start well, generally finish well, and that's where maybe Mitch Marsh and, and Glenn Maxwell will be will be missed, Bryce. Um, and who comes in, do you think? Will it be Stoinis and Cam Green? Is it as simple as that? I, I think it is. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think that's re- really our only sort of options there. We've got a- Abbott on the, on the tour as well. Um, so... Look, I think that's where, where they land. Uh, it could be Alex Carey um, and play two keepers. One of them just keeps. Mm. So there's an option as well. So it might be Inglis up the top, Carey in that middle part. Um, but they've got options. 
and all these guys are batted up the top. They've all batted through the middle. They're highly experienced, and they'll be able to play the role that Andrew McDonald and the skipper um, Pat Cummins need. So we needn't stress too much. These guys have got it well in hand. As much as it is a little disruptive, they've got it covered. And I'm sure you've spoken about this in recent days, but the extracurricular stuff. So Andrew McDonald is said to be a player's coach, I suppose, and you, and you can't stop players playing golf, I wouldn't have thought. Some coaches over time have been stricter than others, Bryce. Where do you, is there a line to be drawn somewhere? Well, you need to te- treat your team as adults and let them make their own decisions. I think uh, Maxie's frontal lobe is maybe still developing like a teenage boy and... Uh, in these types of risks is maybe a bit much. His cricket lobe is enormous. That's bulging at the back of his head, but the frontal lobe making some average decisions. He's 35 um, years of age, Bryce. I know, but that frontal lobe is about 16. <laughs> and, uh, we, we've all been through it. We're, our decision-making is it's not great. So he's still a, a little boy in a big kid's body, I suppose. Yeah. You've got to treat them as adults um, and you've got to let them make those sort of decisions. You'd think how innocuous it is. By the sound of it, they've just gotten a golf cart to move from one end of the the hotel to the other. He slipped off the back and, you know, by the sound of it, that's where it's been rather than out on the golf course. So, um, yeah. We got you there, Bryce. You've just gone through a bad spot there. We'll try. We'll reset. Have we got you? Yeah, I think I'm still here. Oh, you're here. I've still got you guys. Sorry. Continue on. Just crackled up there. Yeah, I just think that, um, you know, we just need to trust these guys. Look, it Mm. it, it does heighten because it is a World Cup, but we've got to treat them as dogs. You can't wrap them up and lock them in their room. That'll send them crazy and we'll get dreadful performance on the field. Yeah, well, it takes you back to homework gate almost, doesn't it? No, we've got a text here from, from Dave and I did touch on this earlier. He says, I'm not sure if you're a Killers fan, by the way, Bryce, but Dave says, as the Killers say, are they human or are they dancers? Maxwell is a dancer and with that comes all the box and dices that make him who he is. Yeah, look, he, he he's fun-loving. And he's great to be around. He's terrific in a squad because he is fun all the time. There's a, um, you know, there's a bit of high energy about him as well. Mm. You know, he can't sit still. He's a bit jittery, and you know, and, and we see the risk taking in his cricket performance. And you know, we've all got mates like that that just, you know, sometimes for us quieter guys, you go, come on, just settle down. But they can't. They've got ants in the pants, and they want to keep moving, and they'll jump on the back of the, yep. the scooter and all those sort of things. You know, we've all got mates like that, and. Um, they actually make for a great dynamic in a cricket team, in a sporting team. Um, sometimes, yeah, there are these... You just can't protect from this unless he walks around in a helmet full time and maybe that's the solution. Andrew McDonald will slip on his head. <laughs> are they human or are they dancers? The killer's never sung about frontal lobes, though. I don't think we're going to mention frontal lobes this morning. Naughty <laughs> <laughs> not, but it just popped in there and I'm thinking of my teenage boys who grew up and me as a young guy as well. You know, now decision-making takes a while. We know it. We're boys. Yep, fair enough, too. Hey, uh, let's broaden the World Cup discussion. India, they just look awesome. Hey. Hey, they are outstanding. And it's built around a real system. It's not just because they're at home. Yeah, they've got a 12th man and their crowd is unbelievable. It makes it very difficult to play against them because you just can't hear yourself think. You cannot concentrate. It is just relentless. 
and the Indian players thrive in that. But it's also built around an incredible bowling attack now. Um, we know that Bumrah and how well he goes, he's bowled the most dot balls. Mm. And then at the other end, you've got a player that's come in like Shemi, who's taken 14 wickets. He's only played three games. He's destroying teams. Another five for overnight. Sri Lanka looks second rate. They were blown apart. And then you've got this spin option. Ravi Ashwin hasn't played all games, but Jadeja's been excellent. So they've just got this bowling attack that is just extraordinary. So that they are just squeezing out teams. We know they're batting talent, but sometimes it's this stuff that leaves a bit under the under the surface that we don't sort of um, point out too much. But they're mm. bowling attack executing second to none. They are outstanding. Hey, Bryce, we need to get to the news. If you're happy to hang around, I wouldn't mind uh, firing a couple more your way after the headlines with Monique Jews as we uh, work through our cricket conversation with Bryce McGain. A lot of your text coming through as well. And, Steve, I've got you on the line in Moorlbark. We'll get to you as well once we farewell Bryce McGain. You're listening to the Captain's Run for State Transport. Our people are your solution. Sam Edmund with you. We'll continue our cricket chat on the other side of these news headlines with Bryce McGain. Stick around. Back after the news. Monique, thank you. We're with Bryce McGain working our way through our Cricket World Cup conversation. Uh, India last night, 8 for 357 from their allotted 50. Sri Lanka dismissed inside 20 overs for 55. An absolute car crash. And Bryce, I found myself watching Shubman Gill. Now, I don't know if you ever watched The Matrix, but he was like Keanu Reeves when he learnt Kung Fu and just stepped out and did it almost with his eyes closed and one-handed. He was just patrolling the crease with consummate ease. He made it look so simple and he's club 92 from as many balls. Yeah, players like that, uh, it, it looks like they're reading the mind of the bowler. Crazy. What the plan is. It, it is extraordinary. He's got that much time and it, it is around the talent of uh, just being able to pick up all the little cues uh, us mere mortals, you know, we wait for the ball to be halfway down the pitch before we make a decision on what we're doing. He's making those calls before the ball has left his hand because he can look at the release point. He's watching it so closely there. He is an incredible talent. And we, we all know about um, their top-end talent, Virat Kohli, KL Rahul. Mm. You know, these guys are performing exceptionally well, but it's their... They're less than household names, I suppose, that are just incredibly talented. They've got a long, long list of highly, highly skilled players. And uh, in some way, it's a pleasure to watch. Like, it really is enjoyable to watch guys who are at the very top of international cricket perform that way. And Shubman Gill is exactly one of those. He just glides around. He strikes the ball with absolute ease, but he hits it as hard as anyone going around in the world. It's pretty remarkable. I couldn't believe how easy he was making it look for a long period of time out in the middle last night, Bryce. And so if India are seen as the, the strong favourites and South Africa are, have to be right there, gee, they're playing with some power. They've got a superior net run rate. Their scoring is off its head at the moment. What, what are you seeing in the South Africans? Uh, more than just the skill of what they're going about it, what I'm seeing is an incredible calmness a bit of zen about the way they're playing, to be perfectly honest. Uh, and it's led right at the very top. Quinton de Kock um, is just peeling off hundreds for fun. But he's doing it without frantic bashing of the bat on mm. the crease and um, tension or anything. He's just so calm. And they've all got that same approach. The bowlers are doing it exactly so that they execute with precision. And the batters are doing it as well. This genuine calmness about them. Um, it's very different to what we've experienced before. And we can look at South Africa and say, oh, but they'll, they'll tighten up. 
you know, they'll start to really feel the pressure as it goes on later. But for whatever reason, they're just a completely different group now. They've got a lot of trust in each other. They've had a hiccup. They haven't played perfect, but they're playing so calmly now. I think it sets up very, very well for their chances. They've got all bases covered with skill, and uh, and they've shown that they can knock off Australia in their home patch, mm. and uh, and also in India, um, and Australia right up there at the pointy end. I'm very buoyant about the Aussies. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but we are seeing some great challenges ahead. Um, India, uh, South Africa are certainly it. Unfortunately, our neighbours, New Zealand, they've got a little wobbly now as yep. the pressure comes on and they see the, the light at the end of the tunnel of semi-finals. They've started to feel a bit of that pressure. Yeah, I don't know what South Africa were doing against the Netherlands. I, I think they just rocked up thinking that was going to happen. But three of their last four games, they've gone close to scoring 400. So their batting is just outrageous at the moment. So it really comes down to a two-match tournament now, doesn't it, Bryce? And we didn't think that going in because there were maybe five, six, maybe six teams that could have made the semi-final stage. But now it's just all about play your best cricket over two matches and uh, a semi and a final, of course. So you just got to be your best for a pair of games at the end. You just got to qualify and get there. Yeah, and that's, that's really important. And it's still wide open what that final four will look like. If India slip up, which, which is possible because they've had to travel every single game, Sam. So uh, it, it's nine games in nine different venues in a pretty hectic schedule. And it's suffocating what they have to experience as a team. Obviously, in and out of uh, airports, they, they get looked after a bit mm-hmm. in some respects. They're not walking through the public aisles. Don't worry about that. But the... the intensity just around the bus going through town and things like that it's it's overwhelming so they've taken it with a smile on their face they're certainly used to it but it may become a bit taxing now but one of the things i've loved sam is just the improvement of the other nations uh afghanistan how they're playing we know a lot of their players Mohammed nami we, we we know um uh, you know a lot of their guys that have come to australia in the big bash now they're doing it at the international stage it's so pleasing to see we're seeing the netherlands bob up they're closing the gap that's why this world cup is so fascinating yeah we are looking towards the finals and it's exciting but i'm loving to see the different teams and their improvement um, against the top ones as well. It's been excellent. 100%. The gap is closing and there's been uh, a handful of upsets along the way as well. Bryce, can't wait for it tomorrow night. Australia, England, and we're getting down to the business end of it all there now over in India. Appreciate it, mate. We'll talk again soon. Good to catch up, Sam.